just for me Only one what I'm doing Every day in the studio Every day in the studio Every day no fully shit In the streets with the Yeezys on In the streets with the hoodie up Blade! No! Ah, oh, games! <laughs> I'm not even gonna fright you guys <laughs> I just wanna make a disclaimer I'm coughing because of allergies, so I don't want anyone saying, like, oh, he's got COVID, they're coughing on the mics. Literally, during this time, I get allergies, so I'm coughing, but I'm also very upset because we looked really professional. We looked really ago. professional, <laughs> and, and it's just it's so funny because our next level of guests, and you guys will you know definitely see in a moment, um, we, we wanted to let them know that we, we got some little money. Yeah, a little money, but just like in Plano Games fashion, some bullshit always happens. Yeah. But um, it's the uh, Real Life Hitch, a.k.a. Rob, on the mic yet again. Um, and then we got, um, who are you today? Uh, I'm just cost today. Okay. Keep it, keep it simple. Oh, oh keep we, it professional. Yeah, keep it professional. <laughs> you don't have names out here. All right. But before I introduce you all to my lovely, lovely uh, guest who's uh, across from table is um i'm not gonna lie y'all surprising me i looked up on there and on the youtube on the youtube we got four subscribers there you go god damn we almost got 50 like and it's doubled it, it doubled and i guess people are fighting us and let's just say at this point in time i know you haven't hit the subscribe button because you know what because you're all lazy and you know why I know you're all lazy? It's going to take one blue check person to be like, oh, Robert and Cuss, they're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I'm not going to lie, y'all going to start dick riding us. But we're going to accept it because we want that money. <laughs> yeah. uh, and we want to make sure you're better people. So if you want to help and support the podcast, please follow us on Instagram at lookhere.fri. On Instagram, we also do um, social dating things. Follow us on there. Also, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Play No Games. Follow us there. We're doing dope things. And if you want to help the podcast and show, please, I'm not an OnlyFans girl, but donate to my uh, cash app, dollar sign, hero five. Trust me, I'm yeah. worth every cent. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, now, I got a heavy hitter across the desk. Uh, he doesn't like compliments. I love it. I'm going to say these amazing things. He's a educated, well-traveled. I would say I'm going to like the black Liam Neeson. Like, he's like, he's like taken. Like, uh, well, I just know things about him that y'all don't know where it's kind of like he, you know, you know, I'm sorry. I'm going I'm to drop this, but like he's toured European countries by himself. And he said, by myself, one bullet, no gun. <laughs> by himself. Nice plug. Nice plug. We got Brett on the show. Let's go. And then. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So, Brett, you know, um, before we get into it, is there anything that, you know, you want to talk about yourself? Or let's just, just say this. Things that people should know about you before we yeah. go at you. Anything you want people to know about Brett? Things people should know about Brett. Well, my full name, Brett Brown. I'm, yeah, North Carolinian, born and raised in hey. Carolina. Ooh, Wilmington, whoa. North Carolina. My home Shout town. out. Shout out, NC Stand Up. Um, yeah. Tar Heel? I don't, I don't really follow college sports. Fair, they're terrible. Or just colleges in general. Yeah. I didn't go to like a university. So. Same. I, I never had that 
college bond that some yeah. people have. I don't have yeah. no, I have no school no allegiance, yeah. no alumni. Yeah. I'm like NBA, NCAA, I'm NBA all day. Yeah, exactly. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm a designer, uh, photographer. Uh, I like to call myself an artist because my interests are so all over the place when it comes to creation. And um, I live in Portland, Oregon, living my dreams. Now I'm here. There you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I like I like that. I like that. <laughs> Dream living. And um, I guess I kind of want to just want to start things off with um, a bit of resume. And you have to correct me if I'm wrong. And everyone knows this. I have a horrible enunciation problem. You know, it's hereditary. And I think it was... Would you like to comment on that? No, no. You sure? No, we can keep going. You're acting like, you're acting like an asshole over there. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that one. Okay. Hereditary. Um, anywho, uh, it's, let's just talk about your passions. Got you interested in, correct me if I'm wrong, it's screen printing, digital? 3D. 3D. There 3D. we go. 3D. So, I, knew I, was 3D. So yeah, yeah. I guess when I look across the table and things like that, mm-hmm. how does a person get into that? Like, where do you start? Yeah. Good question. So I guess I'll I'll give a condensed long answer of that, which is uh, for me growing up, uh, I was always an artist, like drawing, like just like pencils, not like I'm never a painter, didn't really have access to like a lot of like, you know, like easels and all this paint and canvas, you know, my family, we we, we didn't have money for all that. Mm -hmm. So we had like, Pencils, big number two mechanical pencils. Yeah. So that's basically all that I drew or all that I used to draw growing up. Um, I was like an art kid through and through. Okay. Wasn't popular, didn't have any friends, awkward as hell, skinny, never wow. played any sports. Yeah. And yeah. zooming on those muscles, that shirt needs some oxygen. <laughs> 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 yeah, Carlos, yeah. yeah, we got it. Oh, y'all, 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 y'all are funny. Y'all are funny. <laughs> y'all what, are funny. What did you draw as a kid then? Like, what were you oh, passionate man. about? Mm, let me see. I, I'd say the biggest inspiration for me growing up was like Dragon Ball Z. Whoa. Oh, okay. Oh, I got to okay. do this one. I got to do this one. Okay. You watch Dragon Ball Super. I haven't watched like anime Dragon Ball in a minute. Like I, I, I kind of like left high school and then I, I just got tunnel vision. It was like I gotta work to make a living. So oh, also, what you trying to say? Yeah, you yeah, yeah. No, 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 not no. <laughs> Ani- anime. I got anime to think for before for putting me where I am today. Okay, I gotta ask. I don't care. You know, I'm a fellow nerd. Out of Dragon Ball Z that you watch, mm-hmm. who was your favorite character besides? Oh. Vegeta. Yeah. Wait, are we all Vegeta's fans? Yeah, I think so, yeah. <sighs> By far. Vegeta. Man, that's that's what I'm talking about. Bro, yeah. Prince of All Saiyans. Yeah. <laughs> so you drew Vegeta's. I, I drew a lot of Vegeta. Actually, so like I said I do 3D stuff. So my career, most of my career was in video games. I do uh footwear, 3D footwear design now. Work at Nike. Mm-hmm. Worked at Kohan, did game development hey. before that. Mm-hmm. So um, when I was working in games, you know, like Dragon Ball Z is super animated, you know, mm-hmm. everything is just drawn, but there's never yeah. really outside of the video games. There hasn't really been like a lot of like digital 3d like versions of yeah. like the Dragon Ball Z characters. So anyway, yeah. there was like this little, uh, there was like a website that I followed a lot, uh, when I was younger 
in Atlas is this thing of like take like a, your favorite cartoon character and like make them like real. So I just did this little like fun project. I took Vegeta and I did like a realistic 3D model like pose of Vegeta. Okay. Anyway, it's on my website, brettbrowndesign.com. It hasn't been updated in a long time. But anyway, you'll see I did like a realistic kind of version of Vegeta. I'm yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 yeah. Oh, wait. I got to ask permission from Lars. Can I go in a screenshot? Because I got in trouble last time I did something like that. Can I go and screenshot that and put this in the show? Yeah. I mean, it's it's up there. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. I don't Throw it in. I know somebody attacked me. Using my photos, I'll just give you no credit. You know, art by Brad Brown. You know, it's all good. <laughs> okay. I'm like, hey, yeah. like, you know, I need some controversy <laughs> for the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but no, cool, cool, cool. And I guess, um, so I want to keep this going because I feel like when we've been talking to people like that and mm-hmm. how we're trying to differentiate ourselves from podcasts is when we talk to someone who doesn't really have like a mainstream job mm-hmm. i feel like that doesn't get talked about enough about what is done with that so i yeah. guess i know we're out of high school we're in that period where now you're in college so how does that look like when you're picking a career where like you have an idea yeah. you're drawing what do you how does that college experience look like for you because yeah. i have like architect friends and i didn't see them until yeah. graduated so yeah. i don't know how he got a wife but <laughs> working all the time yeah um, well, I, I'd say like a lot of times when, when I meet people, they're like, Oh, what do you do for the new 3D stuff? Like, Oh, so like you, you like make things in 3D. Like, that, 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 that's the best <laughs> response you can, you, yeah. you can give me. Yeah. So like, you know, there's not like, I feel, I feel like 3D is a really specialized, like people all see 3D art, right? Yeah. People see, you know, special effects in movies, video games are at the highest that they've ever been before. Mm-hmm. But nobody really knows. Like, I think it's a you know a small group of people that work on the other side that make the three D stuff that we all love. Yeah. You know, love. So for me, like I said, growing up, I was really into drawing. And like, my family situation wasn't the best. We didn't have a lot of money, so I just how I escaped my situation was drawing. And right around at the end of high school, like I was like, I knew I, I knew I wanted to do art. I didn't know what I wanted to do with art. I just know I just knew that I wanted to do something that was creative and I could use my talents. 3D came up because like my, I think it might've been like my junior year of high school, which the high school that I went to didn't have a lot of money. Again, I didn't do any extra curricular activities. I just lived in the art room. Anyway, there was a school uh, like in Raleigh, about two hours away from where I was, small art school yeah, um, called the Living Arts College. And they had a curriculum teaching like 3D animation. Small school wasn't like a I don't even know if it was technically accredited. Like, you couldn't get a BA, you couldn't get a master's. The highest you could get was an associate's. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, so a guy from that school came and did a presentation to my art class. It was like showing little demo reels, like, hey, you could have a job at Pixar. You could have a job at this. And it was like a light bulb moment. Yeah. Because up until that time, I had no exposure to like that side. And then, literally, like that one little presentation, like set me on the path and then ultimately i ended up going to that school for two years me and my brother moved moved to raleigh together to go there Mm -hmm. um again it wasn't like a university so we didn't have a dorm so i had i had to work part-time at ups (laughs) we shared a car uh it was hella tough you know broke you know beans and franks Mm. you know you know having to choose between gas money and you know, or, or food, like it was, 
it was tough, tough. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I went there for two years, studied 3D animation. And um, like I said, the highest degree okay. that they offered was an associate's. And then my 18-year-old self said, yeah, I don't want the associates. Give me the lowest common denominator that you have, which is a diploma in computer animation. Mm-hmm. And I said that to myself at the time because I knew it wasn't my degree that mattered. It was my work. Yeah. And I was like, if I, get, if I take more classes, I'm going to have less time to put work into my portfolio. So I'm going to take less classes and I'm going to like, force myself to put all my free time into just learning and growing. And that's exactly what I did. Mm-hmm. For two years, I didn't have a life. Yo, like it's like, well, for the guys who got you know degrees over here and things like that. Yeah. It's just so interesting to hear. Yeah, I feel like that's something like teachers in high school, for example, don't talk about. Mm-hmm. Where it's so much about your portfolio. Like I went to school for business, mm-hmm. and business is in a similar light. Where it's like you can get your degree, but you're hired off of like who you know and what your portfolio looks like. Um, so that's yeah. That you like discover that at that age, yeah. light years ahead. Yeah, nobody, yeah. nobody told me like exactly. Hey, you know, you know, you're really good. I think if you just put in the work, you don't need that degree. No, nobody told me that. Yeah, I just was like, nah, I don't need that. Yeah, and look at me now. Look at you. Well, you got the <laughs> genetics from uh, UPS. That's how you got the arms. <laughs> no, it's you don't it's, use the G word. Don't use the G word. Genetics. Hard work. Oh, ah, hard work. I like how you did that. Hard hard work, man. Hey, hey, hey. all I gotta know is I appreciate that. You know, hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard. I I agree with that so much, so much. Well, I guess I want to kick to you in the sense of so I at least just want to say this because I, you know, agreeing with all you gentlemen, I strongly like believe in like when i was mentoring kids and things like that especially i'm a big person like do what you love right mm-hmm. and like you both were saying especially cost where it's kind of like no one tells you because everyone tells you you have to get a degree yeah mm-hmm. and i feel like where you're passionate about you will find money and when people hear that i feel like from the surface level they think they're gonna have millions of riches where like i feel like the contentness of like being content and having passion within your work you know obviously that led you to you know Top of your career, you doing this, you doing that, mm-hmm. and it's like just like all you were saying, like you never hear that, yeah. and like there's multiple pathways, and like hopefully people who are listening, like really take this with like so much like listening with not your emotional ears, listen with your ears, being like, yo, if I find the what I you know, do what I love, I all the money and the contentness will will, will, will come, it'll so, follow you, will follow you, yeah. and it's just kind of like you know from all the or you know. Other guests who listen and things like that, you know, he's one of one of our most decorated guests you know, yeah. outside, you know, do, doing stuff. And it's kind of like, yo, I appreciate that. It, Hell yeah. You know, if, I, <laughs> if I'm like looking at resumes and, you know, I count your clients, <laughs> I'm like, hey, let me, let me get a loan. This podcast needs a booster. But, but it's just kind of like, like the higher up the ladder goes, you mm-hmm. hear people talking, talking mm-hmm. in that way. Yeah. And like, that's like, so thank you. Yeah, thank you. So you had built your portfolio up. Yep. And then what was your first real job in the industry? EA Games. 
EA Games, really? In the sports. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Can you speak on like what department you're part of? Yeah, EA I games? was a three modeler. Okay. Um, so it, it's funny how that worked out. Okay. Because, like, I like again the school that I went to, super small. Yeah. Not prestigious at all. I've never met somebody. When I say the school I went to, they're like, "Oh, I know what that is." Yeah. Said no one ever. Yeah. So. Right when I graduated, which was 2007, um, EA Games had just opened up a small studio in North Carolina, Raleigh specifically. Okay. Um, small studio, like maybe 12 people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember, when, I remember when I was in school, I, I remember vividly like being in class one time you know, and you know, one of our instructors, he was telling us, talking to us about like jobs you want to do and everything. And he's like, you know, you know, y'all, you know, like, don't, don't, don't get your, you know, don't get. You know, think long term, you know, don't be, you know, discouraged if your first job isn't like at a big company like EA or, you know, you know, you have yeah. to kind of work, you know, you have to work there. Yeah. And like, I remember hearing it and in my mind, I'm like, stop, maybe for them, maybe for everybody <laughs> else. Like, yeah. you, you just watch. I've always just, I don't know why, I've always just had a really strong, like, sense of like self-belief mm-hmm. and really kind of passion vision knowing what I want to do, knowing what I'm capable of, and putting myself in a, in a position to, to uh, have those opportunities. Anyway, um, so right when I graduated, EA had just opened up, and a friend of mine hit me up one day. He's like, hey, he's like, hey, man, there's this job fair. Um, there's going to be a lot of game companies. I think EA's going to be there, like, happy work right now. Like, oh, thank you for hitting me up. So back then, there's no Instagram. So we had to, I had to put my portfolio on, like, a DVD. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I mean like 20, I mean like 20 DVDs. So I walk in there in my backpack, backpack and everything. And like, again, at that time, I'm, I'm super awkward. I'm, I'm shy, yeah. skinny, didn't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. And then I walk in and there's all these game companies. Raleigh's like a little bit of a video game. Hub. There's all these game companies, I didn't, I didn't like know that, yeah. Epic Games. Raleigh, North oh, Carolina. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, anyway, so. I went there and I see all these small developers that I've never heard of. And I see EA. And like immediately my mind said, I don't care about any other of these companies. I'm going to work at EA. I may have handed out my demo to some other companies, but I just did it just to do it. Yeah. And like even when I talked to the EA booth, it was just like, hey, how you doing? You know, here's my name's Brett. I'll give you the thing. And then they hit me up like a couple of weeks later, had an interview. Trail went cold. They popped back up. They offered me a job as 3D artist. Like, oh so I was hired as a 3D artist. I worked there for like six years. Worked on a variety of sports titles. Uh, this is like way later. So like a couple of Madden titles. I worked on Madden 2010. Some Nintendo DS games. No, 3DS games. When Nintendo when the 3DS just came out. Okay. Uh, some games for Nintendo Wii. Uh, did a mobile game for iPhone. Um, I did a lot of different stuff during that time. Man. It was fun. Very cool. That's very cool. You know what? I'm gonna have a nerd moment. I don't know if you can speak on this one again. If you can answer this, what were you from Portland? Never done. I just have to ask. <laughs> okay. Oh, you guys? Oh, I was just gonna see like. You? Oh no, that's fine. is it? Yeah, I was no, just no. gonna see like. When did that switch? Because you do work at Nike now. Mm-hmm. What led to you eventually transitioning to footwear and to working through the design of footwear? Mm. All right. I'll try not to ramble on this one because other things we want to talk about. So I'll just say 
first, video games is a tough industry. Yeah. An yeah. extremely tough industry. Like really? I, I hear yes. yeah. I hear developers are super overworked, everyone's super overworked, deadlines. Yep. yep. So I, I'll give you just, just a short two K sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just I'll just I'll, I'll just give a short um uh, short resume up to getting into footwear. Mm-hmm. All right. So I worked at EA for six years. Mm-hmm. That ended because I was laid off. Our, our studio was closed. Okay. Went to yeah. work one day, literally laid off in one morning. By one p.m., I was back home. That's very common in games. Mm-hmm. Studios close. Game companies work on a game for a number of years. The game doesn't sell. Now you got a team of 100 people, and then you're at least two years out from developing your next title. Mm-hmm. Company cuts their losses and say, hey, sorry, guys. You know, got to let you go. Mm-hmm. Really common. So that happened. That led me getting a job at a startup game company in Miami. So moved to Miami right after uh, the EA thing went down and was there for three years. And that experience was I could write a book about my experience working at that company, Mm -hmm. working at a startup and just the pressure, like the pressure cooker Mm -hmm. that was this startup company. Like my first day was like a 12 hour day. What? And that kept up. Like it was common for me to work 12, 14 hour days, leave work at 2 a.m., back in the office at 10, work seven days a week. Expectations were so high. Like, I'm like, man, I'm in Miami. I'm in this great city. I can't even enjoy it because this job is just like controlling my life. So about halfway through the time I was in Miami, which was like a year and a half, um, my girlfriend at the time, and this is really what sparked the the move to footwear. one morning, like we were, because I was like, I, I'm the type of person, like, I always like to work on stuff outside of whatever I do at work. Like, whatever I do at work, I go home, I'm always doing my own stuff. You know, I like to diversify your portfolio, have mm-hmm. a lot of different interests. Anyway, yeah. But I was so burned out by this job that, like, I wasn't doing that. I was coming home and doing nothing. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, one morning, she's like, and she was really into like social media, Instagram, so this is maybe like 20. Anyway, she was way more into social media than I was. And she um, she's like, hey, so I saw this post from this guy who um, does like shoe design or something. And like the guy either got like hired at like Zara or he did a shoe and Zara did a collab with him. It was it was something like that. Anyway, mm-hmm. he was like, hey, so like I saw this thing. I thought it was really cool. <coughs> and like you have this, you know, skill set in 3D, you like fashion, like. Have you ever thought about like designing shoes? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, not really. And he's like, oh well, you know, hey, I saw this thing. Maybe think about it. Yeah. Like two weeks go by, I bring out my sketchbook. What I start doing? I start sketching shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like she just planted a seed and it just stuck. Yeah. But so you I'm, weren't really like a sneakerhead before no. this. Okay. No. I, I like shoes, but yeah. I was not a sneakerhead at all. Yeah. Like at all. Um, I start designing shoes from just for fun sketches. I do some sketches. I'm like, yeah. you know what? I kind of like this. Show some friends. They're like, yo, that's dope. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm like, you know what? Let me take my <laughs> designs. Let me take my designs. I want to make them into a 3D model and like visualize it, what it would look like. Yeah. So I, I did a shoe. Um, again, show some friends. They're like, yo, that's dope, man. Yo, keep it going. Mm-hmm. So I did. I kept it going for like. 
10 months, I was like obsessed, I would say. Even though I was working 12 hour days, I would come home and then I'd work until like 3 a.m. Just doing wow. my own shoes. Again, yeah. just for fun. I didn't really have a goal. I wasn't trying to get a job. And I made an Instagram page and I started posting out my work. And my Instagram page didn't have any pictures of me. At the time, I had maybe, I think now the page is still up, maybe like 100 followers. At the time, I maybe had 50. I was posting my work, hashtagging it, whatever. And then one day, I get a, a DM from a guy who works at a company called Cole Hahn. Ah, uh, yes. Which I didn't even know what Cole Hahn was. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. I, I get a DM. He's like, hey, love your work. You're interested in job opportunities. I'm like, oh, well, I'm pretty good down here in Miami, but we can talk. Yeah. You know, you have a phone call. Similar to the EA thing that I talked about earlier. Cheryl went cold for like six months. Mm-hmm. And when I told my girlfriend at the time, I was like, hey, I got the DM. This guy says he's like the director of 3D at Cole Hahn. She's like, Cole Hahn? She's like, hey, that, that's a big deal. I'm like, really? She's like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Damn. didn't know didn't know didn't even know wow. anyway trail went cold and then like he pops back up like six months later yeah he's like hey sorry man things came up if you're still interested we'd love to talk long story short i get hired at kohan i leave miami i move to new hampshire take a, a 3d design job at kohan all right and that was kind of my start into well, if you can help out us uncultured folks, I'm assuming this is a very uh, uh, high brand shoe, right? You don't know what Kohan is, do you? I do not. Dress shoes. Okay, because I'm pretty yeah. sure there's some listeners from my audience. Yeah, well, yeah. Kohan. Yeah, Kohan. Yeah. yeah, or you know it better, but Kohan is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna <laughs> yeah. know it better. Yeah. They right make there. they make men's dress shoes, uh, and I'm assuming because Kohan got bought out by Nike, it's kind of a little bit how you got a foothold. No, actually, because that was oh. a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. I, they're not even owned by Nike anymore. No, no. Yeah, they. When I got hired, Nike had no relation to them. They already sold them. Oh yeah, way many mm-hmm. many years before. Um, yeah, but yeah, Kohan is like it, really expensive, really nice dress shoes. They do like a lot of like a mix of like dress sneaker, like mm-hmm. dress shoes that are light and feel like sneakers, but they look like a dress shoe. They originally had, like, they did the lunar lawn soles on the, like, a you know what a wingtip shoe is? Yep. Yeah, so wingtip with, like, a lunar lawn sole. Think of it that way. So it's, like, like a a running shoe bottom, but with a wingtop top. Ah, okay. Oh, yeah. 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 But, like, again, it's, like, a Northeastern brand, so, like, I'd say, like... Very American. Yeah, very, very, very very American. American. Very, from what I can tell, way more popular, like, New York, Boston, yeah. Northeast, like much more than like Doc Martens over here. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. This yeah. is why this is why I love this stuff. Yeah. Oh no, right. this is what you do. This you know, hey, whatever I don't know, you know. I'm like, okay. There you go. But, yeah. But no, um, interesting, interesting. I I guess I kind of want to just bring this piece up because just really capitalizing on when people hear the word like laid off and things like that and hearing side projects and hobbies, I guess, if you don't mind sharing, and you kind of already kind of shared like how you got through that process, but I was Mm. wondering if you could, you know, put it, make it more compact, make it more like, this is like how I was feeling and this is what I did. When you got laid off from EA and you were trying to figure out what to do, how did you feel? And was there anything that sparked in you? Like, no, I'm gonna get this next job. How did you take that before you, you know, 
before you got into your next you know, mm-hmm. role and things like that because yeah. that's the nutrients i want to make sure people get like what yeah. is your mindset oh man um it's funny i was talking to, i was talking to a friend about this the other day and we were talking about how important it is to have an, like an identity outside of whatever whoever your employer is no matter if it's your dream job or not yeah. how important it is to have something else that you enjoy to do yeah when i lost my job at ea thinking back now and how i felt at the time what i realized was like my identity was based around me being a 3d artist at the biggest game company in the world mm-hmm. and then suddenly that's gone mm-hmm. so it's like well who am i like when I meet people, I'm like, I'm ready. Like, oh, what do you do? Oh, what do you do? Oh, I work at this. Oh, I work at EA. But then now yeah. that's gone. Yeah. Like, it's scary. <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh, man. It's, it's scary. It, it, it was. So I was out of work for three, four months at the time. It was like everything in my life at that time. I just like nosedived. Like I lost my job. I was, I was in a relationship at that time. Um. After I lost my job, um, my girlfriend, who I thought had my back, kind of left me out to dry. Mm. Like we were at the end of our lease and I was like, hey, I just lost my job, but I have money for a few months. Like, let's let's figure this out. Mm. You know, and then she's like, oh, I got to look out for me. So I'm, I got my own apartment. You figure it out. Mm. It's basically what happened. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I lost my job. Broke up with my girlfriend. I ended up moving into one of my friends. He had an extra bedroom. So, like, everything just kind of just, like, flat. Yeah. So, I'm like, man, I've never been in this position. My back is up against the wall. And I was yeah. like, I can't, I can't turn into the person who lets bad things happen and just, like, you, you feed into that negativity and it affects how you do. So, what happened... Well, two two things happened during that time. Most important thing was I really started working out. Before that, I was working out, but I really wasn't that serious about it. When that happened, I was like, man, you know what? I got to do something that I own to keep me positive, that I can see progress to keep myself moving forward. So I started working out hard every day. Like over those three months, like my friend that I was living with, like by the time I left, like I remember one time, like I I, didn't, I wasn't really like keeping track of my progress like that. Yeah. And like one day he's like, he's like, yo, Brett. Like he's like, yo, have you looked in the mirror lately? I'm like, nah. He's like, yo, you shredded, man. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh. And then like I go to the gym the next day. You know, I'm not really a selfie person. Okay. You know. And then I go to the gym the next day. I snap a couple selfies. And, you know, in, in the bathroom. You know, after a nice chest day, you know, you, you got you see some of the striations and everything. Yeah. Anyway, I took some pictures and I like dug up some pictures from like literally five months ago. And I look and I'm like, wow, Brad. Total transformation. Fans is thick. Total transformation. <laughs> yeah. So like I, I'd say during that time. That was the biggest thing that kept me going. And then, like, I don't, I, I could ramble if I was talking about, talking about how the, the opportunity came up in Miami. But yeah. dur- during that time, like, I'm applying for jobs, but, like, nobody was biting. Like, I literally had one interview. 
one in-person interview, which was the job that I ultimately got in Miami, which is a startup game company. You know, so I had gotten like maybe three weeks after I lost my job at EA, I got an interview there. Um, they flew me down. I was like, oh my gosh, this happened so fast. This is perfect. Fly back home. I'm like, oh man, cool. I'm not, I'm not going to lose a gap in income. I got this job already. Yeah, the interview went great. And then they say, oh, sorry, we just hired somebody. So can't bring you on just yet, but you know, keep in touch something else pops back up in the future so i'm like devastated i'm like okay now so that's when i really was like like girlfriend everything happened and that's like really i felt just felt like really alone during all that time well i'm just gonna say here first and i just i just be honest with you i just sensed it to be honest with you the reason why i really wanted to ask him about that because everyone sees the finished product when they look at a person they don't see like the mid like it's a beginning and there's a reason why there's a middle and then there's the end and as a you know mental health professional and things like that, obviously you have time to feel your feels and things like that. But I will always preach: the world is has this full terrorism about mental health because if we really did, it would reflect in our legislation and reflect in our you know work and our employers. Where you got a guy who's doing everything that he can to get employment, yeah, like that, yeah, and resume speaks and he. Nobody sees that. They just see like, oh, you have to have a job, and you hop in. You hop into the unemployment line. You do whatever you have to. In those situations, the reason why I'm glad that me and Klaus aren't saying this. Somebody, obviously, thought you know, didn't prep him for this. Is speaking on this because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you gotta. I people hate this term. You gotta pick yourself up because no one else is gonna have your back like you are until you know you find people like Boy Wonder Klaus and things like that. But this is a testament that you can still take care of your mental health working out. But also, I got to put in 50 applications. Yep. And you got to keep doing that. Yep. And it's a together thing. It's like a yin yin yang thing when it comes to that. And I, you know, at least for for us, I appreciate, you know, sharing that. And then um, because that's such a, like, whole, I, am, I would say just me personally, not from therapy, just how Robert lives his life holistically. Mm -hmm. I resonate a lot with your story, definitely a little differently. I had to, you know, find that that niche when I was growing up in college and things like that, but very similar. And I'm also being mindful of time because we're about to get a little <laughs> ratchet in a moment. But before we do that, I also want to, um, before we do go in our commercial, I definitely want to shine some light because if we're speaking to the theme of you know, what Brett's talking about, mm -hmm. you know, having that identity outside of work, Hey, my guy, we be taking out photos. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta make sure that we talk oh, about them yeah. photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> what got you into just? Um, I know I don't have enough time to give people the backstory and things like that. But one mm -hmm. of the things that captivated about me, about how about me, captivated me about you is like when we were talking, mm -hmm. and this is the moment I was knew I had to have you on my have it, not me on my show on our show mm -hmm. is. You said when you were traveling and touring on your own, you're like, you know what, bump the club. I'm about to go get pictures. Yeah. On tripod, <laughs> yeah. Tour yeah. Europe at night and just yeah. take pictures. Yeah. How did you fall in love with photography? I just got to know yeah. that. Uh, there's, I guess there, 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 there's two, two sections, which was right when I got hired at Nike, I, from when I left Cole Hahn to when I started, I had, I had a month 
of nothing. I had a month of nothing to do, and I did that purposely because I was like, I want to take a time. Like, Ooh, Nike is a great company. I want to enjoy me getting to this next step. So I took a month off. I traveled, went to a few places here in the States, went to New York. And then, you know, I was like, man, where haven't I been all this money? It's like Europe. So like in two weeks later, I'm on a plane to Paris. And before I went, I was like, you know what? I'm when is next time I'm gonna be like I had planned out the trip. I flew into Paris, went to Basel, Switzerland, Florence, and then Rome. And I was like, when's next time I'm gonna be in all these places? I, I gotta do better than iPhone pictures. So I bought a DSLR, like like the most entry level Nikon you can yeah. get. And I'm just taking pictures. I never studied photography. I never knew anything about a DSLR or nothing. I just knew that I wanted to take good pictures. Yeah. And I'm the type of person that like I I learn really well, like on my own. And I get if I get into something, like I like dive deep. Yeah. You know. So when I'm taking all these pictures, I was just really enjoying it. So like the, what you mentioned, like when we first talked, like the last night I was in Rome, like every day I was just being a tourist for like the 10 days I was, I, I was ordering, I was just being a tourist. Mm-hmm. And the last night I was like, okay, man, you know what? I'm finally going to go out and, and enjoy a night. My flight was at like 10 a.m. that morning. So I went out at like 11 p.m. all dressed up. I'm like, man, I'm alone in Rome. Yo, I'm about to have some fun. <laughs> I was out literally for an hour. And then I was like, man. I want to go back to Trevi Fountain and I want to see what it looks like at night. And I want to take pictures of the streets of Rome at night. Yeah. So I literally just aborted my whole plan. I went back to my Airbnb, got my camera, got my tripod. Mm-hmm. I just walked around the streets of Rome till like 4.30 a.m. just taking pictures. And it was like amazing. That's awesome. Amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Like relatable to me uh, when I was in Tokyo because... Uh, Sleep schedule messed up completely. Woke up at four in the morning. Wasn't tired because I'd slept. So just went and took pictures in the streets at four in the morning as like the garbage men were doing garbage as they were resetting all the vending machines and all that stuff. So no, yeah, I can definitely relate to that. That's yeah. way better than a night out at the club. It is. It it's, is. Yeah. yeah. A- absolutely. And then like, you know, in the effort of time, like, so then that was like my entry into it. Mm-hmm. And then since that time, and that was 20, summer 2018. Since that time, I like anytime I traveled, I would, you know, take a lot of city shots. Then COVID hit last year, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, well, I don't want to be walking around taking pictures of empty cities. Yeah. So I was like, man, you know, I've always wanted to do more portraits. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I got all this free time. I'm gonna start teaching myself portrait photography. So like, all of last year, the beginning, I say like the first six months of last year, all my free time was just like YouTube videos, you know, lighting tutorials, et cetera, et cetera. Bought a couple of like, you know. Um, on camera flashes, start playing around with that, mm-hmm. kind of kept that up. And then I just gradually started investing more and more into my photography. Mm-hmm. Then I start posting work and then people are like, yo, that's dope. And then people start messaging me to do paid work. And I'm like, oh, I didn't put it out here for hire, but okay. Uh, mm-hmm. They're like, what's your rates? Let me get back to you, like Google photography rates. <laughs> 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 You know? Yeah. <laughs> I got a question for you. So you really good with these DMs. Yeah. So can, can we just put your face on our like platform and you'd be like, ah, look at this. And we'll get the DMs. <laughs> exactly. You, you get DMs on regular. But the DMs I get, it's never pictures of me. 
That's, right. that's how good the man's work is. Never pictures of me. Do do what you got. My, even 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 my <laughs> even my Instagram page now. Like I'll I I like every now and then I'll post a picture of myself just so people know that it's who's behind yeah. the yeah, yeah. camera. But I'm I mostly enjoy showing people what I see more mm-hmm. so than like I don't I never want my Instagram to be like me 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 me. I I just well I just that's just not me. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Because me is more than what I look like. Me is yeah. what I well, what I do, what what I put out, yeah. what what I create, et cetera, connecting with people. There you go. You know, yep. all all those different things. So basically last summer I just I just taught myself portrait photography, started doing a lot of shooting. People started hitting me up and yeah. by this point I was getting enough work like on the side that I started decided to start an LLC. Okay. So, Brown Photography LLC started in January. Mm-hmm. So now in my apartment I basically built out a, a home studio. I have like you know, professional lights, soft boxes, backdrops. I've upgraded my camera twice. Um, Damn. Yeah. So like any money that I've earned, I basically just immediately put back into the hobby. Put, put back into it. Yeah. Bought better equipment. Awesome. Well, awesome. we'll make sure to add that in, you know, drop that in the uh, description box and all that in between. What's up, viewers? Uh, you know, it's a commercial break. We're having fun. We're doing great. Uh, and actually today video sponsor is brought to you by top flight cuts if you want a top cut doesn't matter go to top flight cuts uh and ask for our boy cameron right because cameron hoot because he's a hoot uh and tell him the play no games podcast sent you you'll get something he'll get something we'll get something it, it'll be great but yeah top flight cuts ask for cameron hoot yeah um play no games robert and cost sent you there we go all right, second commercial. Summer's almost here. No, no, summer's almost over, and you're bored. Um, what's our governor's name? Hey Brown. Hey Brown. She about to shut us down. But you know where you can go before she shuts it down? Suavecito's Bar and Grill. If you're looking for a nice fusion of Latin and African music, and I mean African music, I mean black music. The top one forty. <laughs> go to Suavecito's Bar and Grill. You'll have a grand old time. And tell them your boy Robert sent you and the Play No Games podcast sent you. I'm talking about delectable food, um, delectable people, and whoever you're looking for at Suavecito's Bar and Grill. And just, just tell them the Play No Games podcast sent you. You know Kate Brown's going to be shutting this down. So make sure you get masked up and you get down there and you hop in line. And have a good old time. Brett, let's just say this, man. Um, honestly, I appreciate your words. Um, because at the end of the day, this is how me and Kosh try to be different from other, you know, people's platforms and or we all ask you the generic questions and hopefully you might come back then we'll, you know, we don't have to ask you we'll just add you into the mix with different stuff. But like people really don't hear some of the stuff about like grinding and grit and then being able to do all the things you have to do while protecting your mental health and things like that. So I appreciate you sharing that about your story. But um, this part of our show, um, we talk about very frequently because uh, we're hopeless romantics and it's a war on the middle-class men and women for uh, regular relationships because um, it's unruly out there. So this is when we ask more dating and relationship-related questions. And yeah. my lovely, lovely friend has a starter question for you. So what's going to happen is we're going to ask you some questions 
next time, if you want to come back on, there'll be a panel. There'll probably be more people, but since you're the only person, we're going to inundate mm-hmm. you with like a couple questions. And then you're going to ask the real life pitch any questions you would like to know. Mm-hmm. Random, come up to you. And then we have a couple other scenario questions we'll ask. But to start the gauntlet, I would push a button. Wait, almost. Do you know why we can't push that button? Because y'all, oh, I can't say that word. Ninjas haven't subscribed. And <laughs> I would love to play Brent these funny sound effects and all these things, but I can't do that because y'all haven't subscribed and you haven't paid. Dollar sign hero Bob. Help us out so we can play all these cool sounds. Anywho, now as yeah. we enter the gauntlet, my friend. The gauntlet. Don't scare the man. This is a question we ask everyone that comes on. It's a layup. Well, it depends on how you want to do it. Uh, <laughs> it's, what's Y'all your, are really building up this first question. This what, is great. What's your definition of love, Brett? That's the question? Yeah. That's it. it can be deep. It cannot be deep. What's the definition? Your definition. My definition. Because yeah. everyone's different. Yeah. What is my definition of love? Ooh. <laughs> Man. Um. I would say, obviously, there, there's love can be a can be a wide net of love. There's love you have for friends, love you have for family, love you have for your girl, your wife, your husband, whoever, whoever your significant other is. So, um, but I think the one common thing, no matter what, in however you love and however you love them, I think it's just. That your relationship with that person, I would imagine that you feel like it's like selfless. Like you're saying that like I am devoted enough to you, I care enough about you as a person or our relationship to sacrifice things that I love, things that I enjoy, you know, things that, you know, maybe even put myself in a tough spot, all to push you ahead. So I think it's really just about putting someone at the same level as you put yourself in your life, mm-hmm. if not higher. Yeah. Excellent. I like yeah. that. I like, I like that. that question. I yeah. like that everyone's been like, like Every- they're similar foundations, <laughs> but like so many differences. in like Different takes. Yeah. 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 So um, the reason why we kind of ask those questions before we get into like scenarios and things like that is because we want to give people context on how people view things rather than, all right, because now we know you have like that background on love. And when we ask certain questions, the viewers kind of have an idea. But my question, a little bit more ratchet, you can not answer it or not, but for modern day men, all right, for modern day men, when do you think it's acceptable to start asking for increased intimacy beyond holding hands? Is it after day two? Is it after day three? What do you think should modern men ask for the cookie? oh man um you know so ask okay you know like ask you know kind of consent well yeah yeah, Yeah, yeah. but that's not where i was going that's not where i was going though yes like ask like means that like i want you to give me something that's very different than like a mutual you want me i want you mm-hmm. so 
if I'm dating and I feel like I have to ask, then I think that maybe we're, 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 we're not heading toward the same place. Mm-hmm. And yeah. not only that, like every person, every relationship is absolutely different, right? Yeah. So it's like you can meet somebody and like, yo, day one, y'all are like really connected. Boom. Holding hands. You're like, wow, you click fast. Sometimes you can be five dates in and they're like, slow it down. Slow it down. What you mean? Five dates in. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I feel like it's, it's really a matter of actually paying attention to who the person you're with Ooh. and seeing what their pace is okay. and just having, you know, being open and honest. But asking, it's got to be mutual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, Mr. Uh, Eurostep Cross, regular, yeah. regular love guy. Okay. Yeah. I'm here. Same question. Uh, is, as a modern day man who is dating, yeah. when should a guy ask for the girl? Ask. <laughs> I gotta no. keep it hundred. I can't hundred. <laughs> no, I, I I agree with Brett on this one. I think you've asked me this before in another episode. Oh, okay, and I said it in similar changed. in similar light that like it's different for each relationship. It's different for each person. Um, if you're vibing with that person, it could be after the second date, the third date. I don't know. You make the rules. I don't. Um, or it could take a while because maybe that's not where things are going. That's not how it's structured. Foundation okay. is different. It's a three bedroom, not a four bedroom. Oh wow, y'all are some emotionally intelligent gentlemen up in here. Yeah. All right. Well, we here to play no games, man. All right. All right. All right. All politically. <laughs> okay, Robert. Let me ask you then, huh? Mr. Casanova. Hey, man. You know. Uh, all right. I'll say this. You know, would you like to ask me the full question, or should I just? When do you it? ask for the cookie? Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to answer this how I would answer this. And then I'm just going to give y'all the question that y'all, the answer y'all want. Obviously, I agree with these gentlemen in a similar way. Um, I feel like you have to go on the vibes. And just like both of you just said, it, you have to read the room. And I know like guys to this day, they're kind of like, it's so hard to like figure out and there's and there's a whole other rabbit hole we can go down. We're not going to go down that rabbit hole and things like that. But um, obviously, if one thing leads to another, I always say, the reason why I say, the reason why I shape that question and to ask is to let, you know, us gentlemen, us, not us gentlemen, but just gentlemen in general, that, you know, we come from a day and age. At least I just come from the 90s. I was watching um, Wood. And if I liked a girl, I ran up and I, you know, touched her on the butt. Clearly, these times and days, no, that is a jail sentence waiting to happen. So the reason why I say ask is I feel like there I have adapted in my game a suave of like asking is like this something that you want, this something and things like that, and setting the mood, but also being able to be like, all right, I'm not gonna be like, hey, can I can I take off your bra strap? I'm like, I'm gonna be smooth with him, like you okay with this? (laughs) 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 Yeah, but I would just say that and. I was speaking for other men who uh, talk to me about these things, but don't mm. comment. Um, some men, some would be like, you got to try on the very first night. Mm-hmm. But that is the more uh, ratchet thing that, you know, they would say jump on the opportunity. But there's a lot of caveats 
to mm-hmm. it if you actually like this person or if you deem this person's relationship. But moral of the story is context, context, context matters, gentlemen. Um, but man, I'm not gonna lie, this turned out to be wholesome yet again. But this is okay. It's kind of just the structure of our show. I, I feel like we're not I really. I, I gotta trick him. I gotta trick him. I gotta trick him. I'm, I'm not the ratchet guy. No, he's, I know he's, he's a wholesome not, guy. I know. Okay, I'm I'm I gotta trick him. I gotta trick him. So, um, actually, Kosh, you don't know this, but I'm gonna kind of take over on this part because me okay. and him had an interaction, and we'll, we'll, you're gonna have lots to say about this. Okay. All right. All right. So, <laughs> so, Brett. The question that I want to ask you, and then we'll open it up. You can ask, yeah. you know, ask some questions. Is um, how do you feel that not just guys, but how do you feel like people should deal with um, being ghosted? Let's just say if you run into a person at uh, a local bar, how do you think you should respond to a person that ghosted you? And they said that they were going to go out on a date with you, yeah. and you just run into them in public. Let me take a breath before I answer this one. Um, first off, <coughs> ghosting okay. is the most selfish, disrespectful thing that somebody can do in dating. Mm. In starting to date, whatever phase it is, it is selfish. There is no excuse for it. People shouldn't do it. Period. Period. Mm-hmm. And we li- we live in an age where it's common. Like, you know, you're going to date with a girl, you know, they might be telling me about a bad date. And I'm like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, so what happened? Oh, I just ghosted him. And like, mm-hmm. even though I don't know to do, I got to be like, why'd you ghost him? Yeah. <laughs> because like ghost, ghost to me is like a trigger word. Oh. And, 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 not, and not like in a like angry, set me off type of way. It's just that I've dealt with it so much. Mm-hmm. And I respect people and their time and their energy too much when I feel disrespected because that's what ghosting is. Mm. I can't help but to be like, well, why'd you do that? Mm-hmm. How'd you feel after that? You, is that a common thing for you? And especially in a place like Portland, because we all know Portland's small. And the chances of you running into somebody are extremely high. Like, I don't think Portland is, is the city if you're a ghoster. Or it can be if you ghost and you literally don't care at all about running into people. And that's just what you do. You don't care about your reputation, et cetera, et cetera. Portland's too small to be playing that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm a very, almost to a fault, direct person. Mm-hmm. You know? So, for example, he he mentioned we we had a little a, a little interaction. This this. This weekend, wow! You know, this is this is this is how small Portland is. Okay, you know, so like I said, so we we met not too long ago, and before we met, I had never seen you out, and now, just in in the past week, I've seen you like three times, four times. Yeah, and like at places I didn't know you were going to be there. Like I go to like a <laughs> friends get together. Oh, hey, that's you hanging out with my boy. Yeah, hey, that's you. <laughs> Boy had a sunny party. Hey, that's you. <laughs> I'm following Yo, you. I went out to a birthday party last night. Hey, see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Wow. So how many? T- three, four, four times. Four, four times. I've seen four times. Jesus. Yeah. It never seen each other before. Anyway, 
so Saturday, it, it was just kind of funny. So um, I was out with, with one of my friends and we, and we were at this bar and one of my friends made a comment about a girl that he saw walk in with some guy. And I was like, oh, you know what? She looks similar. He's like, oh, how you know? I was like, she ghosted me. I was like, what happened? I was like, well, this is like way last year before COVID. You know, anyway, I was like, yeah, well, we matched on Hinge and we were talking and talking. She said she wanted, she wanted meat. Supposed to set up a meet and then she just disappeared. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's cold. Fast forward like a few months. We I go to like a pretty popular I went to a popular bar here. And she sees me and she comes up to me. She doesn't recognize me. She she makes a comment about like my hair. She says something like, um, Ooh, like your hair looks looks so nice. Like you like you should be some like R and B singer or something. I'm like, oh, thank you. And I'm like, you don't recognize me, do you? And I'm just like, no. She's like, oh, well, we, we, we've met before. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we matched on hands. You, you, you ghost me. She's like, oh, you know, I'm so sorry. You know, here's my number. Text me. I text her. No answer. Oh. So that was last year. But I never forget a face. So then. This <laughs> <laughs> is Trey Barber before he pulled out a katana. I don't forget them. a face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to tell my respective that. Oh, but continue. But so, 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 so then. So then. Like I said, so this Saturday, I'm out with my friend, and it, yeah. I recognize her. I, I, I wasn't going to say anything to her. It was just like, yeah. oh, I, 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 I recognize her. Yeah. And then Robert walks in, and Robert talks to said girl. And I'm like, uh -huh. well, well, look at that. That's Portland for you. What are the chances that he knows her? So I tell my boy, I'm like, yo, so because I'm supposed to be talking to you on a podcast, I'm like, I'm going to go up to him and just because we're going to be talking about dating. I was like, whenever she leaves, I'm going to go up to him and be like, hey, see, this is what you're talking about. Like, yeah. see that girl? Like, like, let's talk about it. Okay. But then the moment I go up to him, I get like two words in and then she walks up. And then, you know, you got to, at that point, you got to introduce yourself, right? And, <laughs> and I can't fake it like I don't know you. Yeah. No. And it's disrespectful if you fake it like you don't, like you haven't met yeah. me. You know, so anyway, so like I meet, I'm like, hi, you know, what's her name? I'm not going to say her name. I'm like, hi. She's like, yeah, well, we've met before. I'm like, she's like, really? I'm like, yeah, you ghosted me like last year. <laughs> and then, and then he's standing here, and I see him slowly like backtrack, like what's going on. He he slowly removes himself. Like I'm, I'm guessing in his mind, he's like, yo, it's about to go down. Yo, <laughs> all right, all right, all right, yo, he's one. Let's just say this. I like meeting Brett talking on the phone, meeting him in person. Like he's had to meet ladies, gentlemen, whoever's looking across. He's had this calm demeanor, like right like this, oh, right? Yeah. So I so I'm so like I already have this like idea of how he is, right? Yeah. So I'm talking to said girl and he comes up and he's like, Hey, I was like, This is you know, Brett and and then no <laughs> Yo, y'all remember that katana sword I was talking about? He pulled that out. He's like, you remember me? <laughs> I look at him. He's like, you ghosted me. And then oh, like, I didn't say it like that. I didn't say it. That's how it came off to me. No. I was talking just like this. Yeah, we met before. You ghosted yeah. me. I'm really? Yeah, me, blah, blah, blah. Y'all, don't, yeah. don't let this don't let this smooth talking you know, R&B voice fool you. I want you to know, I got blasted back. She looked at me. I looked at her. She looked at me like it was a setup, like I planned to, to, to trick her. And then I promise you, in the most respectfully, but also respectfully only, disrespectfully, 
moment only, he's going at her. He's like, well, you planned this date to do with me, trying to do this, but you just ghosted me. Yeah. And then she's just taking bullet, 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 <laughs> bullet. She's like, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it's okay. Things happen. And I was just like, I was like, I said, I said, good God, SEAL Team 6 came in and just painted the town red. I said, wow. Jesus. I said, what can you, what can man do against such reckless hate? And then he doesn't know this. So he leaves. And she's like, wow. <laughs> she's, like, she's, like, she's like, how do you know this? I said, he's like, I guess you go soon. And she's like, I just got a six-year relationship. <laughs> and I was like, Brent, was it happening? <laughs> so, anywho, ghosting is not, oh, it's not fun. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. That's no excuse, though. It's no excuse. No. I don't care. There's no, no excuse. Oh, my God. There's no excuse. I'm on Team Brett on this one. Uh, then, don't, yeah. then, then don't be on a dating app. Don't, yeah. don't, don't, don't put it in the universe that you want to date somebody. Mm-hmm. If, oh, if that's where you at, then respectfully... Take your time. Yeah. And if you're not interested, be an adult. And no no hard feelings. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I really wish y'all was there because, oh, man, uh, it was an experience (laughs) because I was, like, really tired. And that woke me up because I didn't, I like, he was spraying. Like, I felt like it was boys in the hood. I caught, <laughs> oh my, I caught shots. But. It, it was not like that. <laughs> but, but, but I, I imagine, and I'm perfectly fine with this. I imagine. Mm-hmm. Is not people aren't used to people, and I'm not even going to use the word confront. Confront, you know, signifies like conflict. There, there wasn't any conflict, yeah. but I don't think people are used to people being direct about yeah. how they treat people. And again, I didn't. I wasn't looking for anything from her. Mm-hmm. But if if I'm going to introduce myself, I'm not going to play like I like I haven't met you before. Yeah, because the moment I say we've met, it, for, the first question would be, well, how? And then I got to say, well, and then I, and then I have to tell the story. Mm-hmm. And then of course, and she was like, oh, well, you know, I'm sorry. And, you know, got out of a long relationship and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, well, you know, I, I saw you when we came into the bar, you know, you, you wouldn't be the type of guy that I would do that. I'm like, well, okay, you did, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, you know, and then she's like, you know, like text me and I actually text her. She actually responded. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we don't have a date set up anymore. But just, but that's that's already a step. Yeah. Right. Again, yeah. I have no objective with this girl. Yeah. I don't I don't care if I go on a date with her. Yeah. So but maybe I, she won't do it to the next guy. See, that's my thing. Wow. Exactly. So you hope. So it's it's you hope she learns it. So I would I would never approach somebody out of the blue. Like mm-hmm. in that situation, we just mm-hmm. happen to be in the same Your space. hand was forced. Yeah, my yeah. hand was forced. Let's I had to. Trigger. I had to make a move. Yeah, <laughs> all right, y'all the mafia, okay. you know. You yeah. know. But if she was just there, I wouldn't go out of my way to make a thing. That, yeah. That that is, that just wouldn't be cool. Um. But I've dealt with a lot of that. It's not all the time that I meet somebody in person, just out in out in public. But and my friend jokes about me this all the time. Like, I call people out. And and not in like a again confrontational name calling angry way, but I just can't let disrespect pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't even go for dating. That goes just for any anybody. 
you know, ghosting me. That's disrespect to me. If you're one of my boys and you come out the mouth wrong, that's disrespect. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta check you. Again, I'm not trying to fight anybody. I'm not yelling at anybody, but I'm making it known that, hey, this thing that you did or said wasn't cool. Mm-hmm. I want to bring it to your attention. I'm not asking you for anything. I just want you to know that. You take it however you want. Hopefully you'll think about it. You know, maybe down the future, you'll treat somebody else differently. Yeah. But so that's kind of me in a nutshell. There you go. I like fighting the good fight. Fighting oh, the good man, fight. He, he was fighting the good fight. He <laughs> changing, was on the front lines. Changing the culture. Exactly. And, um, I would just also say too, just ghosting in general. Um, we're talking about ghosting. Someone doesn't get it. And they're like, they keep texting you and things like that. And you already mapped it out. And you know, I'm also speaking from, you know, another side where, you know, certain females are like, all right, dude, not going to date and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, or people who just don't get it. You know, sometimes I would say like the 10th percentile, I feel like ghosting is like such a like last resort thing, but we use it in so much nuance when we're forward or we don't want to face or be accountable for stuff like that. But there's other times when it's effective. But the time we have left, I at least want to, you know, throw this out and I'm probably not going to do the hits question. Probably just going to do this one. Go ahead. Is um, I want to bring this to your attention. Um, um, so, um, Twitter, I don't have a Twitter, but I somehow get these quotes because everyone loves 140 characters and thinks someone's like Plato. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, anyway, this comes from Chad Ultra Single Johnson. Single versus science. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do we all feel about this? He says, fellas, if she likes you, she'll take the initiative. Stop falling for the apply for pressure steal. So I'm gonna say it one more time, fellas. If she likes you, she'll take the initiative. Stop falling for. Uh, stop falling for that. Apply that pressure spill. So, cost you gave me the frown. I'm gonna translate black stuff. I got it. I got sure? it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was about to say. She'll take the initiative. I got yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make sure. I okay. Yeah. I love it. So, gentlemen, um, how do we all feel about this? Do we feel that this is a negative truth? And I'll just start off with this. I believe this is a thousand percent right. Why I say this is a thousand percent right is being back on dating apps now and things like that, actually having like a nugget of not caring what happens, things like that. Yo, if a chick wants you, she will come for you. And I'm going to just give you a small tip. Attractive woman, she has uh, multiple caves in her followers, and she's all over me one night, and <laughs> I enjoyed it. Now, right now, it's not a thing, but at that point in time, she wanted me. Guy came up to her, prominent guys, prominent Portland guys, Maserati owning guys, right? Shut your mouth. There's only a few people with that. Let's just say that. And she made it very known. I'm talking to this guy. I want this guy. You can have my number. You have my Instagram. We'll link up. Mm-hmm. And this just, you know, glass, half, in, half empty, half full type thing. We're like, in this day and age, when it comes to someone, I can't say most, having this mindset of, feel like, in this day and age and game, 
That is 100% right. I'm going to go to an old high school proverb. Don't sweat her, let her. Because most of the times, if she wants you, she'll come for you. I think you just have to not set an environment, but you just have to work towards that and do your own stuff. And she'll eventually come to you if she wants that. So, gentlemen, how do y'all feel? Oh, so the funny thing about that and like what I think about dating is like I was thinking about this the other day. It's like dating is the only dating is one of the most vulnerable personal things that we like opening yourself up, getting close enough. It's a very vulnerable space. But like, I can't think of many other things that people can do. Like, if there's a job that you really want, right? Would you not apply? No, you wouldn't. If you had an interview and you go home and you really, and you thought the interview went well, you didn't hear anything for two weeks, wouldn't you follow up? You would. You would. This boy is speaking fast right now. Yeah. You would. And if you didn't, what does that say? Well, you didn't want that job. There's jobs that I've applied for that I did because it's like, well, I need money. Like when I was saying, I ought to work earlier. It's like, yeah. I, don't, I don't really want this job, but uh, maybe, you know, I didn't put energy into it because I didn't want it. The same thing applies to dating men, women, whoever you are, whoever you date. The same thing applies. If you want somebody, you will put in the effort. And if you don't, if you don't, yeah. then that door. Oh, okay. Oh, no, keep going, keep going, keep going. Oh, well, I guess you have to edit it back. But yeah. Yeah. But somehow dating culture puts this expectation or lack of expectation that this one-sided thing of like women, the guys got to come to you or whatever, or people purposely playing this game and saying, no, I want this person to come to me. Like, how does that, if you want that person, how does that work in your favor? Yeah. Like you're choosing to play a game and you're hoping that this game works. So when it comes to what, you know, um, you were saying, it's like, it's like my answer earlier when we were talking about love. It's like everything has to be mutual. Like at this point in my life, I'm not a chaser. I'm not, it doesn't mean I'm not going to put energy into somebody, but if I'm like, <clears throat> if I'm like four dates in and I realize that, man, every time I've seen this person, I've reached out to them, I'll take a step back and be like, hmm, I wonder, I wonder mm -hmm. if I didn't put energy, what would she do? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there have been times where I'm not, where I've stopped. You know what happened? It stopped. Free game. Yep. And then I walk away like, wow, I, she won. <laughs> <laughs> she won. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, I, you know, I said, Constant, Constant, do, you have, do you have anything on this, my man? Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I just, I agree with that. I think you do have to, in a perfect world, yeah, of course, you know, they come to you and whatnot. Well, Brett said about a job application, you got to apply yourself, you got to go out. But if you, you know, there's a lot of girls on these, you know, these hinges and these bumbles and these tinders that are looking for, you know, some free dinner, some mm. free entertainment, some guy that's going to compliment them because they're looking for attention, they're looking for compliments. 
Um, so as a man out there, be careful in a, in a, in a way. Don't get used. I think a lot of guys let themselves get used like that. Um, but I think you still, you still got to go for it. You still got to go for it. You still got to you know, aim, aim for the stars. Um, because this new space clearly gets busy <laughs> at 9 o'clock. I'll just at least say this before we conclude today. Um, I don't want people to leave hopeless. We just, we're just sharing these experiences because dating shouldn't be like that. Obviously, there's no you know love love what about, oh all all is fair in love is war things like love that and war yeah there we go thank you thank you thank you but at the same time there has to be some layer of like transparency and like some rules because at the end of the day if men think oh i'm the prize you're right you're right you're the prize guys women oh i'm the queen i'm the prize you're right there shouldn't be nothing wrong with showing effort from both sides and that's whether who pays on the first day and things like that we're like Everyone's trying to cut their losses. And be like, all right, I don't want to lose nothing or anything in this exchange. That's dating. You're going to do something to get to know someone. So yep. if you're going in there with this, like, well, if he or she doesn't do this, you're really losing out on great guys like great guys like Kasiyam and great guys like Robert. <laughs> and, and and it's not just a gender thing. It's just the overall thing. And I'm just glad to just have another guess another guy another person another human who's like whether it's win lose or draw i'm trying to get to know a person and that's ultimately why we play no games here and i just want to just say i appreciate brett for coming on yes appreciate him um dealing with the technical difficulties at the beginning and the pauses and um before i say my ending piece my boy you got anything yeah just Thanks for coming on. Super cool. You're exactly the type of person we try to like mold our culture and our podcast around. Someone just genuine and actually just wants to be a good person, direct. Yeah. So you're great for the show. Thank you for coming on, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Really enjoyed this conversation. I wish you had more time to talk, man. There's so many things that I wanted to oh talk about, man. I could I could go on, man. I got a panel <laughs> that we're working on, and there's gonna be like you know. Yeah, men, women, things like that, yeah. and I will just prematurely just say this: I would love to have you on. I would love to have your perspective. If you know if you would want to come back on, would love that. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I just got shameless to do this on camera because if I tragically pass, my guys, we had us here. I love him. I love him. <laughs> roast me, Brett. Roast me. I look like Corey in the house. People tell me all the time, oh, Corey man. in the house. <laughs> okay. But I'm just saying. But so, all right. I, I know we're always out of time, but like I, I was telling last night, like I used I, I got Usher a lot as a kid. Like as an okay. adult, as an adult now, everybody yeah. calls me Jason Derulo. Ooh, everybody calls me. I, I was back home in North Carolina two weeks ago. Yeah, friends I hadn't seen in years. Like, yo, Jason Derulo. He he brings Jason out his <laughs> he brings out his, he brings out Jason Derulo's Instagram. I'm like, yo, you didn't tell me that you, that you got a baby now. I'm like, that's funny. Dang. <laughs> uh, happens all. Well, I'm sorry I had this I have this on record, but everyone, comment, subscribe, all that stuff will be in the description shop below, description box below, all the bread stuff, all Costa stuff, all of my stuff. And once again, we don't play no games. And we're gone. You probably wonder if I think of you. Sorry, I'm for the bag right now. Yeah, I'm for the bag right now. Yeah, for the bag that I never had. Yeah, you probably mad right now. Yeah, I got a two-piece now Shit, I think they call them groupies now